Hey, it's Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. And for today's episode, I'm going to talk about 10 tips and tricks that are going to change your experience on LinkedIn along with your success. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this. If those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome. Uh, My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and Uh, For this episode, I'm excited to get into these tips and tricks, so to speak, uh, for LinkedIn. As you know, if you follow me and listen to me, um, I am a big advocate for the power of social media and more specifically, the power of LinkedIn in your job search. It is my opinion that LinkedIn is not an option at this point in time. I mean, I think the studies speak for themselves uh, at the rates in which uh, decision makers leverage LinkedIn as a tool. Uh, Even if they're not out there discovering you through them, uh, through LinkedIn, LinkedIn is certainly a tool that is used to validate a lot of decisions. Um, So it's a place that is is certainly, there's no place like it on the internet. There's no place like it pretty much in the world that will allow you to position yourself as a brand, as a product in the marketplace that can be more articulately put together uh, to convey the message that you want to convey about who you are in the marketplace and what problems you solve for companies and, and ultimately what you stand for. Uh, it's a, way, a place you can show your personality. It's a place that you can do all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to get into this um, and, and kind of go from there. And that's actually a good lead-in because my, my first tip for LinkedIn is you do you. I got inspired by this. There's a casino that's local to me here in Arizona and uh, the Wild Horse Pass and their slogan is, you do you. Now, we're talking about a completely different thing here, obviously, but what I mean by this is the goal on LinkedIn isn't to get everybody to love you. The bottom line is you're never going to have everybody love you. You're not here to please everybody. You're just here to get the people who do love you to check out your content, to give them value, to, to appease them. The, the whole purpose of social media is you know, to have a platform where you can highlight your brand, where you can show the value you bring to the table. The key thing here in You Do You is you need to be authentic. You need to make sure that what you're doing is authentic to you, that you're being real, that you're talking about things that you're passionate about, and that you're not worried about offending people. Of course, you don't want to go too far. You don't want to you know, there obviously are lines to be drawn here, um, but don't worry about maybe turning some people off. You need to stand for something. One of my favorite statements in the job search industry is, if you stand for nothing, you'll get it every time. And it's so true. When you're going to get a job, you're not looking, you know, to sell yourself to everybody. You're looking to find the right company that is the right fit for you, that you solve the right problems for, and you bring the right value to, right? And it's got to be the right match. And that's a big part of it. So, Social media, I think people get messed up on social media because we want to all portray these perfect lives and we have this, uh, this wall up of perfection. We don't want to let people through that veil, so to speak. But the bottom line is you need to be authentic, not too authentic, right? You don't want to like, be 
airing out your dirty laundry, so to speak. You want to be professional, but you do want to be authentic and you want to be polarizing if that is your personality. If it's not, don't worry about it. Don't be, don't try to uh, manufacture false polarization. You do you, you be authentic, you go out there and, and build your brand. And if you do that, you're going to be much more effective. So that said, number two uh, on my list here is LinkedIn is not Facebook, and it's key to understand that that is the case. You need to understand the differences between Facebook and LinkedIn and the utilization of them as a social media platform. I think a lot of people are naturally turned off to LinkedIn because they view it as a social media platform and don't realize the professional power behind it. Um, but things like social, uh, like uh, Facebook that, that you might put on Facebook, like personal rants, family photos, stuff of that nature, um, they're really not looked at so keenly on the LinkedIn platform. Sure, there are certain circumstances where they, they may be able to fit, um, but the rule of thumb here is to not try to make LinkedIn that personalized platform. Remember that it is your professional platform. I kind of always look at it this way. I'm always, in everything I do on LinkedIn, trying to add value to the people that are connected with me or to people if I create content of any level, I'm only doing it not with the idea of entertaining, even though it may be entertaining, uh, it's not the purpose of it. There, the purpose of everything ever created on LinkedIn is, has to be value creation. So that is number two. So number three is more, I'm going to call it a life hack than anything else. Stephen Covey in his Seven Habits of Highly Effective People actually wrote um, one of the habits, one of the first habits is seek first to understand, then be understood, right? And it's funny because um, I'm doing a book project with my daughter right now. It's, she's uh, gonna be eight years old here in a couple months. And um, I, I've done a lot of work, work with this kid named Caleb Maddox and he's just an amazing, I think he just turned 18 years old, but I mean, he had made a million dollars when he was, I think 14 years old or something like that, maybe 15 years old. Um, but he, he's a, an international public speaker, does a lot of motivation, a lot of uh, self-development for teenagers. He's made a huge impact across the world. He's such a great kid. And, and one of the things um, that made him that way, I was talking to his dad, and his dad was saying that one of the things he did was he had his son um, read books and do book reports on them. So rather than do all these other things, when he was seven, eight, nine years old, he had him reading books and doing book reports. And so I've actually got my daughter reading right now, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Happy Kids, right? And so it's really awesome that, um, you know, I'm having this conversation with my daughter and she gets this idea of seek first to understand. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because to me, this is one of the most important elements of your job search. If, if, if you take nothing else from anything I'm talking about, this idea of seek first to understand on LinkedIn and in person is going to be so important. Now, I think so many people understand this when we're talking to another individual. We, we've probably been taught this. We maybe we've just picked it up through our networking at networking events that the best way for some, to get somebody to ask you about you is to ask about them, right? It's like, hey, what do you do for work? Well, I do this. And their natural response is, well, what do you do for work, right? And, and that happens constantly. People lose that when they get online, when they get on social media, and, and they just become spammy, and they just start blasting out this kind of spammy content about who they are, what they do, 
you know, how awesome they are and, and they kind of become a billboard um, and they're really not out there trying to add value to the world. And that's why I've kind of stacked this in this way is that if you first seek to understand them with every contact that you make, with every person that you connect with, learn where people are at in their journey right now, where, where they're at in their business, in their life, try to figure out what their challenges are. Ask great questions. I, I, I once heard that great questions invite revelation. And that's what you're looking for in your job search is revelation. You're looking to you know, have the, have the veil pulled back so you can find this right job. And ultimately that's what you're looking for. And, and, and I'm a big believer that you need to go into every interaction trying to add more value to that relationship than you're trying to pull out of it. And if you have that mindset where you seek first to understand and you want to add more value than you're going to take from that person, you're never going to go wrong. That's going to help build your brand. And ultimately you're going to get more people wanting to help you than anything else. So uh, even though that's number three on the list, I would say that's number one for your entire job search. The reason I'm putting it in here in LinkedIn once again is because people miss this ball. It is a big fat softball, slow pitch underhand coming right at you, yet people swing through it all the time and they miss it. And I don't know why, but it is what it is. So uh, I'm, I'm done beating this horse for this podcast. I'm sure we're going to talk about it more in other podcast episodes um, because it is something I see all far too common. Um, but that is that number three, seek first to understand, add value and go from there. The add value part was just a little bonus. So, um, number four, let's, let's talk about, um, content creation. So, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of content creation. I know it's a little uncomfortable for people. It doesn't need to be your content. It could be content you create. It could be a post you make. It can be a quote of somebody else. It can be a video that you find that is entertaining that maybe you reposition. Uh, there are all sorts of different ways that you can take content and, and put it out there to people. Once again, always fall back on the idea that you wanna add value to whatever you're doing on LinkedIn. It can't just be entertaining. You don't just wanna you know, do videos of cute cats. <laughs> not, I hate to use that, that cliche, but <laughs> you know what I mean? On LinkedIn, that's not what you're going for. Um, if you can you know, pivot any kind of video like that, and come up with something about being teamwork related or leadership related or you know something of that nature, awesome, do it. But the bottom line is the more unique you can make your content, the more polarizing your content can be, the more effective you're gonna be, the more viral it's gonna go, the more exposure you're gonna get um, and, and always go from there. So number four B with that, I would say, um, and, and I'm just throwing this in there because it just hit me and it's not on my list, but. When you do content that is unique, make sure that you're using hashtags that are gonna to connect to the right people because that's gonna expose you to a whole different group of people who are using hashtags, who follow certain hashtags. It'll get more brand exposure for you and when, when they see that content, those people will be more likely to share your content and then it will expose it to a far greater group of people and then you go from there. So number five, is quality over quantity. Now, a lot of people look, as link, look at LinkedIn as something they have to do. And I would say to you, do not look at LinkedIn as something you have to do. Look at it as something that you get to do. Uh, build it into your day, make it something that you spend ample time on, but make sure that your mindset is in the right space and that you're actually excited to do it. When I say quality over quantity, I mean, don't just go through a lot of people go through their feed and they just look for people where they can like, 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 make likes on posts and try to make it look like they're engaging with their, with their following or people they're connected with. And the reality is 
that, that that's not really doing much for you. Yeah, maybe you'll get noticed every now and then. But the bottom line is what I would say is don't go through and try to make five, 10 likes with, with people. Go through your feed and look for two or three posts that really touch you, that really impact you, that, that, that you think um, you could give value back or you could maybe be complimentary uh, to, the, to the person who, who wrote it or shared it or whatever they did, how, whatever kind of content it is that they're sharing. And make a comment, be complimentary, uh, you know, give an opinion add more value, you know, continue the thought, do something of that nature in the comments. And that's where people are going to re-engage with you because the goal isn't to just like for likes sake, right? So just because, oh, I, I checked this off the list. I did my like, I've engaged with my audience and now people are going to see that I like this and I'm going to get something back from that. Nothing could be further from the truth. You need to show that you are engaged with it. And the only way to show you're engaged with it isn't to just click a like button. It's to give an opinion. It's to be a thought leader. It's to stand for something. It's, it's to help continue a thought and build a relationship because ultimately people hire the people they know, like, and trust, right? So the best way, even if you've never met some of these people, the best way to build trust with them in this, in today's social media world is to give your opinion and give it consistently and be consistent with what that opinion is. That will once again, build your brand, right? So that's that. Number five is quality over quantity. Number six, request recommendations. You know, a lot of people don't realize that you're able to request recommendations. Um, one of the most powerful things when you're selling a product, and don't, don't mistake this at all, you're in the job market right now, you're looking for a job, you are a product in the marketplace for sale, and you're looking to get a company to invest in you, and it, that is the key mindset to have. Social proof is so important, and what better for social proof than to have people in your network advocating for you? And that is one of the most powerful things that LinkedIn has is a recommendations tool where people can actually give recommendations about their opinion of working with you, their experience with you, and when you get the right people that give you the right recommendation, uh, it, it could be extremely powerful. So what I suggest is to not just let this happen. Take the bull by the horns and, and actually find the people that you would like recommendations from and ask for that. You know, ask for the recommendations. Give them a little guidance on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a new job and you know you need a recommendation from this person to be really powerful in a certain way, there's nothing wrong with asking them and having a clear call to action from them to help you in a certain way. You're not asking them to be false. You're not asking them uh, to be, uh, you know, to, to lie or be inauthentic for you in any stretch of the imagination. You are just asking them uh, if they believe in um, this experience with you, you know, if they believe in you and, and your work and what you've done and how you can impact the company, would they be willing to share their experience with you in a recommendation? Now, a lot of times, people that um, uh, don't give recommendations, don't give them simply because they don't have enough time. Um, so what I would suggest then is just to go to them and uh, request a recommendation and say, you know, listen, I know you're busy. I know uh, it's hard. I actually took the time to write this recommendation um, on your behalf. If you are good with it, copy and paste it. If you want to edit it, go for it. Um, and that's, you know, I, I find that's a way to get over that hurdle. 
I know that could be a little awkward. And I also know that this is a little different asking for help, asking for recommendations. Chances are uh, you, you've climbed through the ranks, you're a successful person, um, you've, you've, you've done all you've done and had the success you've had for a lot of positive reasons, but the reality is you know, you're not, and you're not used to asking for help. You're used to being the person that people come to for help. So this is a, a bit of a energy shift, a paradigm shift for you. Uh, and, and it could be, it could be potentially hard and I get that, but I'm telling you, uh, if you want to be able to have success and if you want to be able to build your brand, nothing is going to do it more impactfully and effectively than, than being willing to be a little bit vulnerable, ask for this kind of help, put yourself out there and people are going to be excited to help. And in fact, what's going to happen, I think you're going to find a lot of times that what happens is when you ask somebody for a recommendation, that's a great way to kind of let them know like, Hey, I'm out there in the market. I'm looking. And if you've had work and a positive experience with all these people, that's a great way for without asking them for help for them to be like, Whoa, okay, Chris, like if you're looking, I'd love to help you, you know? Yeah. I'll write you that recommendation, but what else, what are you looking for? How else can I help? People are dying to help. Like nothing makes somebody feel more fulfilled in life than helping out another individual. And, and so don't lose sight of that and don't let your ego get in the way. So number seven is make sure uh, that your banner is customized. You know, I, I, people miss this all the time. Uh, it's a really simple one, um, but you have that space up there for a reason. Leverage it. It is your billboard. Um, make sure it speaks to who you are, what your brand is, what you do. Uh, whether you have a product, whether you're in a certain industry, whether you are a salesperson that believes in a specific sales process, whatever you want your brand to be, leverage it, get creative with it, show your personality, whatever it looks like, put it up there. But the one caveat here is make sure that it's customized, but also make sure that it, the content on your banner is not blocked by your profile picture. Now, what I mean by that is on your uh, desktop version of LinkedIn, your profile picture is on the left side of the screen. On the mobile version, your profile picture is in the middle. So you're gonna wanna make sure that when you put a banner up, that you view it and kind of test out what it looks like on mobile and desktop before going completely live. So that's, that's a couple little tidbits to, to follow. Number eight is change your connect button to being a follow button. Now, a lot of times, uh, you know, we all have that connect button. That's the default that everybody has, but let's face it. You're looking to be an executive or you are an executive and you want to be seen at a little bit of a di different level than most people on LinkedIn, right? You want to be a thought leader. You want to be an expert. You want to be, uh, you probably are all these things, but the bottom line is you want to be portrayed as them in your brand online, right? That's what you want it to communicate. And so what better way rather than connecting with people to have a button on there that allows people to follow you, right? That puts you in a different stratosphere of people uh, when it comes to the social media thing. And I know that may, may not sound like a huge deal, um, but it really is uh, when it comes uh, to your LinkedIn profile to be effective. Now, I'm not gonna get through all this on, on, on this podcast, um, but what I will say is I have a YouTube video about how to change the connect button to a follow button on LinkedIn. Go online, check it out, uh, go on YouTube, check it out, and all the instructions will be there to show you how to do it. Number nine is write LinkedIn articles. Uh, if you wanna be seen as an expert, if you wanna be seen as a thought leader, uh, if you, you wanna be able to be polarizing, have an opinion, um, be an expert in your field, 
you need to create content that goes along with that. And what I find is, even though it's a bit uncomfortable for people sometimes to start, getting out of the gate and writing articles is one of the best ways that you can show your expertise, that you can show your opinion, that you could show your personality, and that you can get your content out there in the world. Uh, there, there's no better way uh, for anybody that's looking to write a blog right now than to do an article with content uh, that is shared throughout your network. And I'm telling you right now, even though it's uncomfortable, go out there, do it. Uh, you will not regret it. Publishing, be the category king for what you're doing. Like, you just go out there. The more you can publish, the more likely you're going to be discovered, the more likely that when people are cross-referencing your background after you talk to them or have an interview or whatever, they're going to look at your profile and your profile is going to make the sales pitch for you. So remember when you're out there, the more you can position yourself as the leader, as the expert, the more likely you are to get a job, but not just get a job, the more likely you are to elevate and increase your value in the marketplace and so on and so forth. So that's number nine, write articles, publish. I know it's uncomfortable, just get after it. So tip number 10 um, is when you're connecting with people, a lot of people aren't aware that you can connect with people that you're not connected with through Messenger. Uh, the messaging feature, uh, you can actually, if you're a premium member, you can message anybody, even if you're, I should say, even if you're not a premium member, you can message anybody that you're in the same group with. Um, so that's why you need to get in groups with people. That's why joining groups with people with your set of peers is important because now you're going to be able to uh, send them personalized messages. You're not going to have to pay for in-mails, which are not effective anyway, for the most part. Uh, and you're not going to have to worry about if they accept your request or do anything of that nature. You could just send them a message and reach out. And, and people, a lot of people get uh, their LinkedIn messages go right to their email inbox. Uh, so even if you don't have their email, if they're an executive at a company, if you send them a message because you're in a shared group with them, uh, then it'll get through to them. The other thing people aren't aware of when it comes to sending messages is if another individual is a premium member and they have their share settings to open, open status, meaning they'll take connections from anybody and they'll take communication from anybody, you as an non-premium member can send a message to a premium member and they'll still get it. So that's just an added bonus. Um, it's, it's key to understand those. So that is my top 10 tips and tricks for you to be more effective. I know it kind of uh, branched beyond LinkedIn and there was some life stuff, some other job search stuff, but the bottom line is you be you. I mean, and I mean that, I'm not trying to be cliche. I mean, when you get online, too many people just turn into a robot and get a little spammy. It's a little uncomfortable. It's not natural. I get it until you do it and do it and do it uh, consistently. Getting on social media is going to be uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, anything worth doing is worth being bad at until you're good at it. And so I encourage you to go out there, do it, get comfortable being uncomfortable, push yourself, excel, really think about adding value to every relationship that you can get in front of. Seek first to understand above and beyond everything else and everything, I promise you, will fall into place. Be proactive, not reactive. And we'll go from there. So until next episode, I hope you go out there and crush it. Have a blessed, inspirational day. I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Are you tired of struggling with your job search? 
Are you having a hard time connecting with key decision makers or struggling with knowing how to communicate your brand more effectively? Or maybe there's something else holding you back. Either way, our team is here to help and would love to give you a free 30-minute consult to hear about what you're doing, what you're looking for, and give you some advice on how to get there more effectively. All you have to do is go to www.careernextagency.com and we'll talk to you soon. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.